I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. Hey, honey, how you doing? I'm a little under the weather. Yeah, sorry. But I have a sexy Phoebe voice, like on Friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I might need to duck off and clear my throat or cough. I apologize in advance. I could try to drop my voice and so that it's just all very quiet. Like how Lauren Bacall and Kathleen Turner would. Do you know about this? No. They would, when they greeted each other, because they both have very low voices for females, yeah. they would say, hello, Lauren. And then they would try and best each other. Hello, Kathleen. <laughs> and they just keep going lower and lower. I did not know that. Oh, That's man. Delightful. It's adorable. Uh, Mindy Kaling also has a wonderful bit where she does an impression of Scarlett Johansson talking with Julia Stiles. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's delightful. I so, don't picture Scarlett Johansson having a low voice. It's just kind of raspy. It's pretty low. I guess uh, so. Yeah, I don't think of it either until I actually think of it. She sings higher. Yeah. she did. Do you know she did a whole album of Tom Waits covers? Yeah. All right. And she sang in Lost in Translation. That's right. That's right. And then, yeah, it, that, was, that was much higher. When she did Tom Waits, it's It's low, low yeah. I'm sure. Very sultry. Yeah. Um, okay. But yes, yeah, so Jen. Maybe I didn't know that about the hair. Maybe I confused it with the Nora Jones cover of his song. Oh, right. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Jen is not feeling super well, but that's all right. Uh, we're going to try and uh, get through this. Not a lot. A lot happened and not a lot happened. No kidding. In this episode. Um, this was a big social episode, as as the, uh, the tribe swap tends to be. Yeah, it was a frustrating one for me. Yeah, why? Well, I'm sure we'll get into just different dynamics, and I'll yeah. point them out that were frustrating. Yeah. Should I just jump into which point? Well, I guess we'll, we we will lead off with um, the swap. Well, before that, okay. Every so David played his idol to save. Realized it was a a big move. It was a big move, Maybe and I think a big he mistake. Yeah, he recognized that he was regretting it, but at the same time. Uh, Jess was talking with Ken, who is associated, who, who is aligned with David. And she's like, I am with you guys. And she shared to Ken about her legacy, which seems like an odd choice to me. It seems as though in that instance, what other cards do you have to play though? To you gain don't, trust? You really don't. That's a smart move or at least a logical one. Yeah. It's, it's the only, I don't know. If it's it a secret smart. you have, that yeah. you can, but it's, it's also a secret that says, Hey, the minute I'm gone, you get <laughs> yeah. this amazing thing. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. That's seems... a terrible decision. <laughs> well, Vote it's... me out. You'll get a free hidden immunity idol. Yeah. But of course, what it ultimately comes down to is, yeah, if you vote me out, I'm not yeah, going to do not it. Gonna, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's any, any chance you have to like reveal something of yourself to get to gain somebody's trust that you take advantage of it. And that's what she did. So, you know, so David was definitely regretting it, but before a, twi a, a tribe swap, that was a, a solid, that's a solid three. Yeah, absolutely. So he did confirm that thing. But, uh, anyway, so the next day, everybody, you know, the idols in play and everybody just blatantly, looks for the idol and that's that doesn't necessarily happen once a season but it does happen every once in a while that just we everyone knows what everybody else is doing right um 
and it is... And there is a disadvantage to that because once you find it, it's out in the open. Yeah. If everyone is still there and looking. Right. And it's crazy that David found it again, but I guess that's the thing is he knew what to look for. Nobody else knew what to look for. Right. And so... I just kept seeing him look at that log and Sunday looking at it and thinking, just go over to it and flip it over. Yeah. Just hide it at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he was patient. Like it was, it's a risk. It's a risk to like, it's right there, but I can't do anything about it. Otherwise someone will notice. What would you do? Would you just go after it or would you wait them out? I think I would probably try to cover it up either with Lee. Like I would would make it look like I was rooting around. I don't see anything. Keep, but what I'm really doing is covering up that symbol or flipping the log over. I think that's what I would do. Um, and I'm sure with him, it's just like, I don't want to be anywhere near there mm-hmm. because people might know. Uh, but then so, what if Sunday saw it? Yeah, that's... It's a risk. Yeah. To me, it's like better to have the idol and everybody knows about it than not to have an idol at all. Right. Um, because even when it's like, oh, I've got a target on my back, it's like, well, you, you also have a way to uh, keep that bullet from hitting right at least once right and sometimes that's enough mm-hmm. and so um, i'm very excited that he is the one to find it again okay you're not i am but this episode got me thinking is david a villain well that kind of jumps straight to the end of the episode doesn't it It does a little bit but like he's I, a good liar that's he is the a good impression liar. that i got from this episode He's a good liar. And just there was one moment. It's like, okay, so he's got the idol again. The first one, he didn't use that great, but at the same time might have the desired effect. Uh, At the very least, you know, uh, Jess and Ken are in solid with each other and come merge time. If all three of them show up, they're together. But you use your idol and then she goes to Ken. He didn't really see the positive effects of it. Right. But. We don't know if Ken shared with him. Yeah. What she shared. Yeah, it's hard to know. But right. um But yeah, I, I don't think he's like an evil genius or anything like this, but just his discussion about chess yeah. and knowing that you just have to cut someone off or backstab someone or yeah. blindside someone and his total willingness to do that definitely showed a new side to him. I think before it was just a scramble, I'm I'm weak. I'm always on the bottom. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing now with confidence shows his own game a little bit more. You, you start to see that he's, I'm not going to say he's like Rob Sesternino, but there are some players that they're just flat. They're just floundering until some kind of shakeup. It could be a merge right. or it could be a swap. And then suddenly it's it could be an evacuation. It could be, yeah, it could be an evacuation. I think we saw that with Zeke in the first episode. Yeah. And then they have a chance to reset and reassess. And he wound up with an interesting... Reboot. An interesting reboot. And I don't know, it's... I mean, I guess we are kind of jumping to the end and and we don't, we can, we can jump around a little bit, but, uh, well, that kind of could transition us into just talking about each of the three tribes and the dynamics we see. I think so, because each of these tribes as they stand now are really fascinating to me. Really fascinating. We were making predictions even along the way while watching and then seeing those immediately change and shift and turn. 
Yeah. Um, and so we'll we'll go th- go through these three, and we will end with the the tribe that wound up going to to tribal. Great, good idea. So first we have the purple tribe. I did not write down that's fine. the Fijian names because they're just a yeah. mouthful, and I don't care. Yeah. Um. So Figgy and Taylor stay together. Right. We have Adam. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jessica and Ken. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this. Okay. First off, I think we've seen um, with this episode that, I mean, we already knew that Taylor or Tails uh, is not that strong a player, but like he clearly is playing with his heart, not his head. Even when even Figgy recognizes we're being too, yeah, like we have an opportunity now to hide our relationship before it does any more damage. When even she realizes that and he's willing to throw that to the side, he's not thinking long-term. I think they both had a very different walk back to camp. She was probably thinking, okay, fresh start, new chance, new dynamic. What do we got to do? Here's where I can switch it up. Here's my gameplay. He's probably thinking, holy crap, I'm still with my girlfriend, bro. It's like, I'm making out tonight. (laughs) Um, he was probably just riding that high of the realization that they didn't get split up. Yeah. And he which, never transitioned into just thinking about the game. Well, and it could be, th- there could be an element of, all right, she's my primary alliance right. and I don't have to worry about her on some other tribe. I'm at least in a position where I can try to protect her if possible. So there's an element there, but I do think there's but definitely- But that's only the first thought you should have. During an entire walk, you should then look- that might be to the left, but then to the right is yeah. these two, you know, Gen Xers are sticking together. Yeah. And our only other millennial is someone that neither of us are in an alliance with. Yeah. First thought should be, all right, let's start wooing Adam and yeah. making him feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Ken and Jess are in, I mean, it's it fortunate could, that, they're, that yep. they're close now. Yeah. Could not have been a better two on yeah. that tribe to get together. And then Adam is in a very good position. He is in, he can decide who he wants to go home, which of these two he wants to give power. He has an idol as well. Right. I think he's very smart and very likable. I think you made a good point during the episode, which is that he could blow it. He could go too far with it and point out that he's the swing vote and then all four of them could vote for him. But as you said, then... I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's too smart. I think he's too smart for that. And I think he's too, too genial. I think he's a very, uh, very friendly guy that everybody likes. Yeah. Ken and Adam made an instant connection. Yeah. They're very similar when you think about it. Yeah. I think in the end, because Adam knows that Taylor and Figgy are together. And so I'm sure he would think, okay, I got to break those up. And in the meantime, they're not doing anything to bring me on their side. They just assume even more. I would think, okay, as soon as there's a swap again, they're going to ditch me. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Ken is working hard and Ken is a, is a very charming guy who can also read people pretty well. I love Ken. He is my new favorite. I would love for him or Adam to win. Honestly, they're, they're my picks again this season. There's a lot of people I like. It's true. Um, I do like Chris and Zeke. Yeah. And Michaela. Yeah. Um, but I do think that just certain on this tribe, I feel like 
Taylor and Figgy are not long for the game. Either they'll be voted out or whatever it is, like come merge time or whatever. I think his blindness combined with her controlling manner are yeah. not a good combo, especially because we did see in the preview for next week that they yeah. instantly let their guard down and are cuddly again. Yeah, they need a Jay right. or a Michelle right. to kind of manage them and to pad out their numbers. And in this situation, they don't. Not so. a Jay or a Michelle. They need Jay or Michelle. Right, yes. <laughs> but the, somebody like that that is committed to them but also is acknowledges like... Adam right. could take that stance. He could. He could slip into that role. He could, but I, I do think that he's smart enough to recognize that like... When the merge comes, I'm on the bottom again. Even if yeah. if Jay and Michelle are still around, right? Yeah. So, but the, of course, that's the thing is that's a pretty strong tribe physically. I don't think they're going to lose any challenges. No, they did exceedingly well. They were yeah. ahead yeah. for the entire challenge. I would guess that they were more ahead even than it showed. Why do you, oh, you mean through editing they tried to make yeah. it more? Okay, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's that's possible. And so... This is what's interesting about this swap now into three, is that Jay and Michelle, though, are now on two different tribes. So if you're Adam looking at Will, Figgy, and Tails get back together with them, their chances of survival are a lot less. A lot less great because they're... A lone person in that in that initial alliance of four. I guess what I'm getting at is it's it's really hard to think four or five steps ahead in your votes right now. In a situation like this, where when you've got three tribes, one of six, two of five. Yeah, you're suddenly at four if you lose one. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide. Right. So everybody's going to be scrambling to make new alliances, and it could be that. Once the merge comes around, these are the alliances that they're going to stick with. That's true. So, you know. I see only three out of the five of these purples working together. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. Um, I don't think it could be but a solid But then those four. three could be solid. Sure. Um, okay, so let's move on okay. to the uh, green tribe. Yep. Poor green tribe had to start over. Yeah. That blows. So who's on the green tribe? So we've got... Sunday and Brett, and then Hannah, Jay, Will, and Michaela. So we have four to two. Yeah. And not a solid two from the Gen X tribe. Yeah. They weren't in a solid alliance together or have really ever been seen talking to each other or talking at all, frankly. You know, Sunday has gotten a non-existent edit, so I don't really know what to become of that. It's also not the most solid four in the world. It's not. But I do think that Jay is a strong enough. I don't know if I'd say he's a leader, but he is able to. He certainly took charge in rebuilding the shelter. I think, yeah. I like, can't believe how much Brett and Sunday just stood back and did nothing. I really thought Brett was going to like. Right. Really try to get chummy with Jay over like building the shelter. But he is actually surprisingly passive. Really passive. And maybe he thought that I don't want to be too overbearing. Right. And seem like the old guy who's dictating. And there's two of us and four of them. I'll just sit back and let them lead. Yeah, and I'll just be go with the flow. It is really interesting to watch how in a tribe of entire millennials, how they go out and swim and have a good time when 
they should be building their shelter in episode one. Yeah. And yet you switch up the dynamic and those four were hard workers. Well, got it done. I think they learned their lesson. Um, An argument can be made for that or a change in social dynamic. Yeah. You get Taylor and Figgy out of there and maybe exactly. these people are much more willing to get down to business. Yeah. Um, Other but, than Michaela having a, you know, just a great personal moment, we didn't see a lot of social dynamic or interaction yeah. Or foreshadowing for what their voting blocks would look like on that tribe. Right. We see we see a little bit from Jay. We see a uh, that he clearly feels very comfortable. Yeah. He doesn't care if they lose and if they don't, big deal. Right. If they do lose, great. Sorry. If they win, great. If they lose, who cares? Because one of those two will get voted out, yeah. not his four. And I think that probably is true. I don't think Sunday or Brett have the ability to go to anybody on the other side and, and pull them over. Unlike someone like a Chris or, or a number of the other Gen Xers. Exactly. Um, Which brings us to the orange tribe. Yeah, sure. Okay. So we've got Zeke and Michelle mm -hmm. from the millennials and then Chris, Dave and CC. Right. So when this first happened, I myself had not so much a prediction, but more like I could see it going this way. Right. Which I is... could see Dave working with Zeke. Yeah. That these two guys who could see who are sort of on the bottom of their tribe and just recognize like we're kind of misfits and have not necessarily similar personalities, but I could see them get along, getting along very well. And I actually thought that like Cece, Dave, Michelle and Zeke could all bond together to try to get rid of Chris. Right. But what I did not, lo and behold, what I did not anticipate and should have is that Chris is a lot smarter and more savvy than I thought, and he immediately went to work on Zeke. He, is that smarts or savvy? He knows the situation. He's not. I'll say this: he doesn't feel he he does not look at a three to two situation and think I'm sitting pretty. He recognizes I still have work to do. Uh, you know, what or I, mean? I have an opportunity. I have an opportunity. Um, I understand that. And this is what I was referring to when I said this was a frustrating episode for me because mm -hmm. this is frustrating to me in life. This is a random ass connection. Like Zeke grew up an hour and a half from him. So now they're pals. I think they went to the same school as well. The, the same uh, college. Zeke didn't go there. He was just a fan. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Like of the it was Sooners. Of you the know? Sooners. Yeah. Holy moly, is the South weird, first of all. Secondly, this is the kind of crap that just bugs me in life. It's a random factoid about either one of them. It doesn't have anything to do with their personalities or how they might work well together. But this is how people get jobs, promotions, new friend groups. Social hierarchy is completely based on this horse manure of kind of stuff. Like... You played in a game for a team that I rooted for when I was a child. Therefore, we're going to work together. Bugs me, man. But it's just so I okay, so I'm in school right now and in my what's called a cohort, which yep. is the the people that are in this program at my level, and there's about 15 of us and we're all basically taking the same classes, and there's one guy that goes that graduated from Columbia. Admittedly, he graduated like, oh, 15 10 years yeah. after I did. But it's a connection. And I can say, 
did you have Ron Falzone? He goes, oh yeah, absolutely. And then we, we compare notes and it's just a, it's, it's something. And from there you can then determine whether or not it can work as a, as a friendship or in this case, an alliance. And if you have two parties that are willing two parties that are actually both relatively desperate, I, Chris may not officially be desperate, but I think he recognizes like, uh, I don't feel like trusting Dave right now. So well, I got to f- keep my options open. Of those three, he would be at the bottom of the three person alliance yeah. because he knows that Dave and CC are solid. Yeah. And so I just mean when it comes to qualifications in life, I know it's, a th- and this is why, so we've talked about before, like how we would do in the game. And you say that like the social element is to you just would be it's very horseshit. I think this is a family-friendly podcast, Sorry. but that's all right. Do you want to rewind? No, it's all right. I think we've said it before. I think I probably I'm just said it like I'm. I might be an incredibly qualified photographer, and yet people will pick somebody else because they came from the same state, who are less qualified and have less experience. It bugs me. But that's well. I'm not necessarily going to defend it because it's just you got to look. For, that's the way. That's the way. That's the way social happens. Yeah. yeah. I completely understand that fact, but I don't get it. But you know what? I just rewatched Gabon. Yeah. Which is uh, season 17. And there's a, uh, there's a tribe swap and there's a guy whose best friend in college. Right. Is this other woman's cousin. Yeah. These they're from separate tribes and they just make this connection and they're like, they're like, all right, this is great. It did not stop her from voting him out the very next vote. Right. Because you can make that connection, but if there's all, there needs to be something An incentive. beyond that. Sure. Like that can kick things off. But if there's not enough, as you say, incentive, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. With Chris and Zeke, there was plenty of incentive for both of them. And, and I'm so, not unhappy about this connection. I don't want Chris to get voted off. And I it don't looked either. like that might have happened sooner rather than later. I am fine with yeah. CeCe going home. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it would be, I would love, wouldn't it be a weird final two if it was Zeke and Chris? Uh, that would be an amazing final two yeah first of all the fact that you're proposing that there's a final two would make me very happy because i hate a final three yeah final threes don't do much it's dumb because it's usually down to two anyway but um look at last season ty didn't do anything did he even get a single vote don't remember i don't remember he definitely came in third and yet he still wound up making more money because of that sia thing than aubrey did did he how much does second place get i think 50 Oh, or maybe no, maybe eighty, maybe eighty. Oh no, second gets a hundred. Yeah, third gets third 50. gets eighty-five. I think. Really? I, I think so. I looked it up at one point. Oh, we have a Survivor podcast. We should know this. Eh. But uh, tangent. Anyway, so yeah, I would. Um, and I guess we can go back to the challenge at this point, but this is a little bit. So here's what the, but to, but to wrap up all this talk of the new tribes, the thing that struck me mm-hmm. as most exciting mm-hmm. is that, okay, admittedly the green tribe is likely to remain split among tribal lines, but the other ones where it's two to three or in three to two stuff's already happening. It's already happening. Yeah. Like 
they are behaving the way the producers would like them to behave. <laughs> right. Um, to the point when... How thrilled do you think those producers are that Figgy and Tails are together still? I'm sure. That I, my first thought was like, they had to have like rigged that, right? But They literally show him close his eyes and randomly pick yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, if they weren't on... If they weren't on the same tribe, that could be fun too. That might make for a confessional or two, but it wouldn't make for a couple episodes like this clearly is going to. It could make for a narrative that it just keeps coming back to like Taylor's like, I'm just so worried about figure, which is a confessional, but it's a, it's a narrative you could keep going for like three episodes. I think he would be bummed for a millisecond and then he would be on to like the next distraction. That's, eh. Eh, no, I don't think so. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he seems fa- fairly committed to her, at least while the show is going on. Um, That's true. He's smitten. Definitely. Um, more so than she is, I think. I didn't understand that she was that controlling until Adam said so in this episode. Uh, did he mention that she was being controlling? I was uh, there. We were watching the- overall. Like he said, you know. Diggy's such a control freak and Taylor is something and I just don't want to play with them. Hmm. So, um, should we go to the challenge? Yeah, I think so. Um, because I, w- I will say that, uh, the challenges in situations like this where, you know, the idea of keeping the tribe strong isn't as important as it was a, f- a couple episodes ago. You keep saying that, and I think you could vote off the strongest person day one if you really wanted to. I don't think anyone cares about that anymore. I think that's a seasons one through 11 kind of mentality. There's still... Uh, when the time comes, you know, uh, it is very rare for the strongest person to go out, to go out like, first, second, or third. Unless, 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 unless... Right. Who are, and there's people know what they're doing immediately. Exactly. Um, So you're saying there's this window. They won't get voted out of the beginning, but nobody wants them to make it to the merge either. Right. However, more and more you're seeing challenges after the merge that um, are to the advantage of smaller, more lean people, not the strongest. Which I love. Um, But. But after a swap, because they know, like, okay, these tribes aren't going to stay this way for much longer. We're going to have a merge very soon. Right. So I, I, whatever talk there might have been about, like, keeping a tribe strong, that's out. Yeah. Until yeah. an actual challenge comes along. And then – now, the talk might not last very long, but, you know, these tribes definitely don't want – they definitely don't want to come back to tribal council, even if they are in the majority, even if they feel safe, because you never know what could happen. The one way, as Jeff constantly says, the only way to know you're not going home is to not go to tribal is yeah. to, you know? And so, uh, we never look at that because that's, you don't follow home the two tribes that won. Right. But that must be such a freeing feeling that yeah. I'm going to be around for three more days at least. I had that thought today. It's not a thing I think about very much. Right. But t- tonight, for whatever reason, just because like everyone was jumping off their platform and, and so excited, I just had the thought like, if I were them, it's I'm not voted out fifth. Yeah. I know that I'm making it at least to sixth, to sixth you know, 
or a 14th or whatever you want to say. You just can like let your guard down for three days. Not really. You have to play the game. Right. But But there's physical exertion, adrenaline's running, and then you win. There's, there's tremendous freedom in that. And, and so, yeah. uh, And it's worth noting that for, for our, our, our talk about like, well, maybe it, maybe, uh, was it the orange tribe that went? Yeah. Yeah. The orange tribe, they could turn on, on Chris. He's the only person whose name wasn't thrown out. I guess Zeke, people didn't talk about Zeke. So the two strong guys, right. And Zeke isn't even that strong. People were very impressed with him in the water during this challenge though. Despite him humorously slipping off the platform. Um, but it was, uh, didn't really matter if he got there quickly and easily. And so that's the thing is for, for a moment there, like, I guess maybe for the first couple episodes of the show in general, when the tribes are like, okay, let's try to figure out what this, you know, what our dynamic is. And the best way to do that is to not go to tribal. So we got to keep it strong. Um, but now in a situation like this, it is a reset and it's, let's try to figure out what the tribe dynamic is going to be, which means let's try to stay strong. Right. And so they could have gotten rid of Chris, but it didn't even occur to anybody because why on earth would we get rid of this guy? You know, he could single-handedly, and in fact has single-handedly in the past, won challenges. Correct. Uh, and so that's something that I, I when I, when I think of Survivor and when I watch Survivor, I tend to downplay the challenges. I tend not to care much about them. I like the strategic play. I like the social thing. But that is part of the social thing. Um, and and challenges like this where you do see like weak players who floundering yeah literally in yeah. the water well flounders actually probably do pretty well um but but dave when he got up on that platform then he was floundering oh that was so painful to oh watch my gosh to Poor the point, guy. to the point that zeke even said like is he throwing this yeah um which i thought was funny um but yeah, if I'm Dave watching that, it's like, yeah, I was so bad that somebody thought, surely I must be doing this on purpose. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm sure it's not a new no. sentiment that people have thrown at him. Yeah. He probably wasn't surprised by it, but poor guy. Yeah, I I felt bad for him. I felt bad for CC. Like some people, swimming is not their strong suit, and it takes all they can do to just get through the water. I mean, I have to say, I was proud of her for continuing but this is the second challenge where she has held up her tribe you know would it have been better for her to give up like sunday did and just swim to the end i don't know it's hard to say from the get-go she could have just not even attempted to grab a buoy and they could have said cc just swim from one side to the other and get out of the way but was it the buoy that was the problem or was it just swimming in general that got her the buoy was the problem with dave i think Okay, but if you eliminate the time it takes to go down, get the buoy, sure. come back up, and swim with the buoy, sure, she could have at least, you know, taken less time. Which, which, you know, what does bring a certain social and I'd say psychological element into it, which is what's going to look better to my tribe <clears throat> that I never give up, that I keep working as slow as it might be, or that I just don't even try, but it might be more expedient. It's not even that she wouldn't have been trying though. I think the best option is secret option number three, which is while you're huddling, determining what order to go in, 
strategizing over how to accomplish the challenge, you say, hey, guys, it's no secret that I'm not the most athletic. Swimming is difficult for me. Let's talk as a tribe. Would it be more strategic for us for me to just swim across? If you want me to grab a buoy, I, I will try my hardest. Yeah. But let's just throw that idea out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think that's, that's not bad. I, I always want to know what people say when Jeff says like, I'll give you a moment to strategize. Yeah. I always want to know what they come up with. Oh, completely. Like I want to listen in. Talk to Reed and Josh about it. And they said it could have been a half an hour of discussion and <sighs> walking through it so that you know what each step is too. Yeah. Where you have to go next, what you have to jump over yeah. and go under. They want to make sure the players know what to do. Yeah. That's, I got to say. If there were a DVD special feature that showed like all clips of stra- of pre-challenge strategizing, I would buy those DVDs That'd be immediately. Because um, it's it's kind of behind the scenes, but not really. Like it's still social stuff, but it's cut out for time. In general, behind the scenes footage would be cool. Yeah, it's like it's like taking a behind the scenes tour of Disneyland. I I want to do it so bad, but it's also really expensive. Um, that's not the issue is that do you, do you always want the, to show the man behind the curtain? Like Oz is way more impressive. I guess so. I don't know. I don't think I would want to do it for a place like Disneyland and give up the magic. You know, like people say, you don't really want to know what the magic trick was. You don't know, want to know how they did it. I do. I always It makes do. it less magical, but it makes it so much more impressive to me that's like because there's a tremendous amount of commitment involved but you know what i will say with survivor the illusion that they are alone yeah on on that beach is really well maintained that's very true and when so when was the last time a cameraman got in a shot that wasn't in a medical situation i can't think of one like at all I have a flash of one, but I don't know what season it was from. That's how infrequently it must happen. And it's, and so, yeah, when they've shown like raw footage, like when Dan was saying something and they wanted to show like the actual footage and you just see like, so they're in camp, but there are cameramen, there's technology everywhere. Yeah, they're surrounded by it. And it's just like, how do they, it's gotta be so, I've said it before. It's gotta be so weird to be essentially starving to death right next to a union guy <laughs> who is like probably eating a Snickers at any moment. Um, I don't know. They do not bring food onto set. Yeah, I guess not. For so many reasons. The players be- make friends with the producers and stuff. Yeah. I say this because at the after party, I talked to the night producer and just asked him some of these questions. How's he doing? Good. All right. That's good. Being a night producer is exciting because if someone gets up, goes off... People canoodle in the dark. Mm. All kinds of crazy stuff can happen. Canoodle. I enjoy that word. Um, So, yeah, uh, officially not much happened. Like, even the final tribal. I'm glad that Dave didn't play his idol. That would have been idiotic. To do it twice in a row. Yeah. I think he... he Probably learned his his lesson. lesson. Yeah. And I think he recognized, like, all right, I need to actually trust people. I need people to trust me, and I can't keep screwing Chris over like yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's. I uh, think you probably learned from the Jessica vote that that the repercussions might mean that you're that got you through that vote, 
Right. But trust will get you through more votes. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, and that final tribal was very interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't like uh, electric or anything like that. But I had no idea who was going home. I did not know how people were going to vote. Like that's everybody, fine. Everybody was nicely cagey. I know, but there were like no oh snap moments. Yeah, it's a it. It was a an episode that is that is functional. Like it's. It was a docile episode, frankly. If if, really, if anybody other than Cece had gone, it would have been more exciting. But or just more of a bummer. Or yes, either way, I would have been more engaged. But at the same time, like sometimes you have to lose a Cece, and in the meantime, these four players are still in it, and they are all still playing hard. Yeah, and that's you know. Episodes like this are required from time to time. They are. I think it's frustrating to me because I enjoy the reward challenges more than the social dynamic taking yeah. up so much of the episode. Yeah. And I like, this was replaced. The swap was replacing. You the like reward. the reward challenges or you like the reward element? Because I, like I like when people go on rewards. I like when they have to choose who's going to go to the reward with a, with them. or That's or not the part I'm looking forward to the most. I think I like the breakup in sections of the show with social rewards, social, um, immunity, Mm -hmm. social tribal. Yeah. And it's just social, social, social challenge, social, 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 you know, immunity. I can't speak, uh, tribal. Yeah. Then it's just a lot of social time, which I've made clear in this episode. I'm not the hugest fan of. Yeah. And I, I do like it, but this is very much a, this is an episode that sets the table for more interesting episodes in the future. And I think it did that well. Um, Definitely. Let's even talk about a couple of next time on moments. Sure. Um, What were the big ones? The big ones are that Figgy and Tails make out again. It must be so disgusting, you guys. I don't get it. No. I mean, I know that you and I are older than they are. But still, no, even but we when don't I was make young, out in the morning after one day of not true. brushing our teeth. Can you imagine? No. Disgusting. Also, not smart. Yeah. They're goners. So I guess we're getting what we were hoping for. Yeah. Hopefully, someday. And then what was the what was the other the, part? Was that um, the challenge was crazy? People are getting dizzy. Medical gets called in. Oh, medical. That's and right. And Hannah says, you're not going to let me die, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. Funny. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that, uh, yeah, the next time on didn't look that dramatic to me. No. You know, it looks like next time on Survivor, uh, kind of another placeholder until the the real stuff goes down. Uh, but I might be wrong. Maybe somebody gets uh, pulled from the game. I doubt it, but you never know. So, or orange loses again, meaning that there are only three left and the producers have no choice but to mix it up again. I guess so. Yeah. It's hmm. so when you get to three and two, that gets boring and predictable. Yeah. What would, yeah. What are they going to do? I never watched the season where Stephanie is the only one left in her tribe. Yeah. I still don't understand how that happened. If there are two, she votes for you. You vote for her. How do you get down to one? Maybe it's a fire making challenge. But before a merge, you know, like that happened, it was early on in the season. I don't know. We got to watch it. I I guess. 
What season is that? 10, 11? I think that was one 11. of the two. Because um, those are the two I haven't finished. Right. Uh, yeah, we got to get on that. Sorry. So, Sorry, folks. That's, you know what? That's if you're listening to for, this for facts and correct facts, you're listening for the wrong reasons because we don't, we don't have them. And yet sometimes we'll still spoil them uh, <laughs> past seasons. Um, yeah, that's something for, uh, for our Christmas break is uh, watching Yeah, we will, we will beef up on yeah. that. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we will have to leave it there and we will come back next week. Uh, as we mentioned, there was a possibility that this week uh, we wouldn't do it, but we did. And I don't think there's going to be any risks from here on out. So, no. So I think we will we will be here week in, week out to give you all the... Thoughts. Know, all of the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound very dramatic when you put it like that. Uh, well, this wasn't a dramatic episode. That's true. And you're sick and I'm tired. So <laughs> We got guests. We got to get guests. to it. I got schoolwork to do. Boy, oh boy. What I will say, though, and this isn't a thing, I don't really plug other things on this show, but what I will say is that, uh, so uh, this show is hosted at battleshippretension.com, and right now, you can go and uh, check out uh, our 500th episode of the battle. Oh, that was the saddest thing I've ever heard. Sorry, my voice cracked. (laughs) Um, Try it again. Woohoo! There we go. yeah, so David and I have been doing Battleship Retention for 500 weeks. We've actually done way more than 500 episodes if you want to include like supplemental episodes and movie journals. But this is our 500th week, and so for that, we are doing we are releasing five episodes this week, one every day. So with a, a lot of really great guests, so check that out at battleshippretension.com, and, uh, and then you can get us next week. Uh, thank you for listening. As for the rest of you, Got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet.